Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura. I hope you're having a great morning today. I hope you've had a great week. This is going to be coming out on a Friday, so I hope it was the best week of your life. Um, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Today, we are talking about the F word. That's right. We're talking about fear. Uh, we're going to be talking about three ways that fear lies to us. Fear is a liar. And so I'm excited to dive into this to give you guys a little bit of an encouragement today. Uh, thank you again for being a part of the Future Is Now family. Um, if you guys could, I would really appreciate leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts. It would just make my day. It's just a, it's just a good thank you. You know, just like, hey, if you want, if you've gotten some encouragement out of this podcast, if you're enjoying it, then write a written review on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, um, tag me at Spencer Knock, and I would love to repost it and have a conversation with you on Instagram. But uh, for the rest of us, let's just get our hearts and our minds ready and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. All right, three ways fear lies to you. Fear is a liar. You know, honestly, a little bit of a backstory to this is this podcast launched about nine months ago, which is pretty unreal for me to think about. It launched nine months ago. And there was such a aspect of fear in the decision-making process of me stepping out of my job at a church uh, to pursue this, to pursue uh, dreams of mine. And uh, I am not a fearful person, per se. I don't fear, uh, feel fear often, but man, that was a season where I really wrestled with fear. And so it's something that I just had to overcome and get through and things I learned about fear that really, I feel like will encourage you and encourage your walk. Um, before we jump into this, uh, when I'm talking about fear, I'm talking about a fear that isn't healthy, a fear of some, of stepping out to do what God has called you to do. Uh, to step out into something exciting. You know, there's healthy elements of fear, obviously. Okay, guys, let's let's not get crazy here because it's like, yeah, you probably should be afraid of jumping off of a cliff because you might die. Healthy fear. You know, there's there's aspects of fear that are healthy, but in this context of this episode, I'm saying there are ways that fear will lie to you into not taking opportunities that God has put in front of you or not doing things that are good for you. And that is the fear that we're going to wrestle with today. So three ways that fear is a liar, three ways that fear lies to you. The number one is this, fear will tell you when you're thinking about doing something, stepping out in faith, fear will tell you that you will fail. It'll, it'll tell you every single time, hey, you're going to fail. And I think it might be as people, maybe like we're worst case scenario thinkers. Have you ever been there? Like, you know, uh, you're driving and you're almost late to work and all of a sudden your mind starts racing. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late to work. My manager's going to fire me. I'm going to be homeless in a week. What's going to happen? Right. And then you get to work and you're late and the manager's like, hey man, just don't be late next time. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then why, why do we go down these rabbit holes? It's because fear will tell you that you are going to fail and it per puts you in the worst case scenario possible. And it's hard to step out 
And it's hard to try new things when we're always afraid that the worst thing possible is going to happen. And let me give you just a reality check and an encouragement. Rarely does the worst case scenario ever actually happen when we are considering doing something. But that's what fear will tell you is, hey, you are going to fail. But here's the thing. If the possibility of failure causes us to not step out and holds us back from trying, we're never going to accomplish anything in this life. Everything that's worthwhile and that's meaningful will have the possibility of failure. It's a risk. It's managing that risk and saying it's worth it because what happens if you fail? Okay, that's a rabbit hole that you can go down. But you know what else you can think of? What happens if you succeed? What fruit will your life bear if you actually succeed in what you're trying to do? So we always think about what's going to happen if I fail, but we never think about what's going to happen when I succeed. I think about Moses uh, in the Old Testament. And Mo- so God presents himself to Moses, okay? This is an awesome story. If you, if you haven't read it, I encourage you to go read it. God appears to Moses and says, hey, my nation of Israel is enslaved in Egypt. I need you to go to Pharaoh and demand their release. To which Moses replies, um, me? Like, me? You're talking about me? Like, he's looking around. You, you cannot possibly be talking to me. And God is like, yes, I am talking to you. And, and Moses' response is so our response when it comes to this kind of thing. God tells us to do something, and then we come up with all the excuses, right? And Moses says, oh, well, uh, I have a stutter. I can't really talk that well. Pharaoh won't listen to me. Who? Why would he listen to me? Why would the people of Israel listen to me? Like, And he's going through every single aspect of how he's probably going to fail. And check this out. He is so consumed with failure that he has forgotten who he is talking to. He has forgotten that he is talking to the God of the universe, the person whose universe spans from thumb to pinky, the alpha and omega, the great I am. He's talking to the God of the universe, and yet he says, no, I can't because I, if, you, if I try this, I'm going to fail. What a lie that fear gives us is that we will fail. So stop, when we're thinking about this, stop thinking, what will happen if I fail? Start thinking, what's going to happen if I succeed? What lives am I going to change? What impact am I going to make? That's gonna, that should be the consideration of what we are thinking. So the first thing is the, the lie of fear is this, that you're, you are going to fail. All right? Going on to number two, it's kind of connected because guess what? Failure sometimes does happen. It's a part of life. We all fail. So it's like, okay, uh, not only am I uh, afraid of the possibility of failure, but the fear or the lie of fear is that failure is bad, okay? So I want us to look at this at it like this. When we're stepping out into what God has called us to do, when we're doing something new, if we succeed, guess what? Huge success. If we fail, if we slip up and we mess up, guess what? It can still be a part of the story of success. I would go even further to say that failure and messing up isn't a backtrack into what God has called you to do, but failing is necessary to take a hold of what God has called you to do. Now, why do I say that? I say it because of John 15 verse 2. Every branch that does bear fruit, he, God, prunes. 
so that it will be even more fruitful. I'm going to read that again because it is so good. John 15, 2 says this, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So God prunes us even in the moments where we are walking on the path of God and bearing fruit. So this is so key to understand is that failure is not bad when we are going after the things of God. In fact, failure often is necessary. Failure is necessary because it, he will prune. What happens is when God prunes us, God prunes the characteristics and the ideas that he cannot bring with us into the calling that he has called us to do. God cannot bring some of our characteristics and our issues and our traits into the things that he's called us to do. So what he will do is he will use failure as a pruning process so we can learn, so we can grow, so we can be humbled to take a hold of what he has for us. That is what failure does. God, and let me tell you, in my life, in these last nine months, I have failed in trying new things. I've done things that haven't worked. I've seen aspects as failures, and yet I have grown through them. I have learned. I have done things wrong, and I have developed from it. So think about your life like this. Don't let fear tell you, hey, you're going to mess up, and it's going to be catastrophic, and it's going to disqualify you from everything that God has called you to do. No. Look fear in the look failure in the eyes and say, I embrace you and I am ready to learn from you. Of course, it's not going to be fun. It's not like, yay, failure. Everybody sees that I screw up. No, but we can change our perspective on that failure isn't necessarily bad all the times. In fact, sometimes it's necessary to take hold of what God wants us to take hold of. And think about, and let's bring it back to Moses. Let's bring it back to the same exact story, okay? God says, Moses, Go deliver my people. Moses says, no, I'm going to fail. God says, I don't care. Go anyways, because I said, and he says, stop putting your trust in yourself. Put it in me. And Moses says, okay, I will. So Moses goes, and guess what happens? He's rejected by Pharaoh. Pharaoh's like, get out of my face, kid. Why would I, <laughs> like, why would I listen to you? I am Pharaoh of Egypt. I'm not going to get rid of all of this, my slave labor that I have. Like, he's like, get out of my face. So Moses, you know, goes back to God and it wasn't once, it wasn't twice. It was multiple times that Moses went to Pharaoh and Pharaoh was like, no, get out of my face. So why was that necessary? I think it was necessary because God wanted to show Moses, hey, you have to get over the fact that this is all about you and realize that this is all about me. It's all about my plan. It's all about my ability. It's all about me delivering my people and using you as a vessel. So it's not about Moses. It's not about your stutter. It's not about your um, lack of uh, uh, historic uh, relevance and equity with this people. It doesn't have to do with the fact that you're a lowly person. No, no, no. None of that matters. All that matters is that I called you to it and I'm going to make a way for you to do it. So in your life, Stop thinking, looking at the failures and disqualifications of your life and start looking at, okay, how can I learn and grow and be humbled so that I can embrace failure, learn from it, grow from it, mature from it, and then go after what God has called me to do. So number two, that's the lie, is that failure is bad. And number three, the lie of fear is this, people will judge you. Now, People will judge you, okay? This is just a, a matter of fact, and it's unfortunate, but here's the thing. 
you will never in anything you do, I don't care if you're a president, a movie star, a pastor, um, I don't care if you're um, like going out as a missionary with orphans, whatever it may be, no position in this life will cause you to have a 100% approval rating. Nothing will, nothing you do can have, can make you have a hundred percent approval rating. You will always have critics and people that are judging you, but guess what? The people that are for you will great outnumber the people that are against you doing this podcast. Okay. Can I just tell you? Cause I, this is the reason I'm talking about my podcast is because this is what I wrestled with, with fear of starting this. I was like, okay, I was afraid of people judging me. I was afraid of what they might think that it might be cringy. Like I want attention. I was thinking, man, I just, I don't know. What if it, what if it flops and then everybody looks at me like I'm an idiot and I did something stupid and all that time through time and prayer and journaling and, and speaking with God, all I was reassured with was, Hey, you know that I told you and I called you to do this. So I promise you I'm going to bring people around you that aren't going to be like that, that aren't going to encourage you. And can I tell you, I have a ton of people judge me on, you know, across the different platforms, like, you know, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. I have a lot of people judge me and a lot of people that criticize and blah, blah, you know, you suck and, but you know, whatever. But it, the, my fear of it was now that it's a reality is so small because in my head, I'm like, I have such a great community around me. I know that I'm doing what God has called me to do. So all these, all these people that are judging and criticizing, I couldn't care less about it because I know that I'm reassured and I'm reaffirmed in the fact that I have great community around me. So that's what we can, um, that's what we can hold on to as we go forward of like, there might be a fear that people will judge you. And although that might be true that some people will judge you, A, there's going to be a lot more people that are for you than against you. And B, I've realized this, this was humbling for me. Not that many people care about me and what I'm doing. You know, I feel like sometimes we can have this um, disillusionment where we think that the whole world is like commenting on social, like we think that we're celebrities and like everybody's talking about us all the time. Oh, did you hear that so-and-so did this? Oh, I can't believe it. We think that we're in gossip circles. I promise you. People are not thinking that much about you. That has to do with, you know, like sometimes we're insecure when we walk into a room because we're like, oh, what do people think of me? When in reality, people aren't even thinking about you. Like people don't, you know, you're just a person there. And so we can get caught up in that mentality as well when we're ta talking about stepping out into the things that God has called us to do. But people do not think about you that much. So you, we can be reassured that the little margin that's judging us won't won't affect us. It won't It won't cause us to be insecure and and worried and and wanting to quit just because of the fact that people are criticizing us that's a lie of fear and so those are the three things that i dealt with those are three things that i walked through and maybe you're walking that as well but man let me just reassure you that in my life i look back on a year you know in 2020 um i look back at the conversation I had with my wife, Adrian, and I look back at, man, there's so much to be worried about and fearful about. And just all of that, looking back on it now and just the faithfulness of God and how those things that I was afraid of, they were all liars. They were all liars from the enemy. They lied to me. It wasn't a reality for me. 
I did. What if I failed? Guess what? What if I succeeded? And as I'm starting to see this podcast grow, I'm talking with you guys on Instagram and TikTok. I'm talking with you guys. I'm hearing testimonies and there people are getting encouraged. Faith is getting edified. And that was the dream that I had starting this. So I could have said, you know what? What if I start this podcast and it flops? And I did think about that. But most of me was, what if this succeeds? And it has been succeeding and I have seen stories and it's just been in such an incredible journey. So it's like, yeah, what if I did fail? Well, guess what? I, I did succeed and look at the fruit that's bearing from this because of God. Number two, failure is bad. I've failed a ton of times throughout this last nine months on trying to start something and different strategies and doing this and doing that. And I failed and I've learned and I've grown and I'm better now than I was a year ago because of that. And people, the fear of that people will judge you. People have judged me and criticized me, but guess what? My closest circle is what fuels me. My God is what fuels me. And so it, it's been so little in comparison. I haven't lost a wink of sleep about it. So let my last season and what I've journeyed through be an encouragement to you today is that don't let fear be a liar in your life. Look fear in the eyes today and say, no, you are a liar. And I refuse to be swayed by you. I refuse to be controlled by you. Instead, I'm going to walk with faith, knowing that the provision of God, he has me in his hand and he has the best for me. So I hope this episode encouraged you. I hope that you are fired up. I'm fired up. Every time I talk about this, I'm fired up because I'm like, fear, you stupid liar. You won't get us. He won't get us. Um, so if you, if you were enjoying the podcast, if you have been enjoying the podcast, make sure again, share this with your friends, share it on Instagram, leave a written review. That's how this podcast gets out there. That's how it keeps growing. It keeps being pushed to all across the world. You know, it's going all across the globe, which is amazing. And so, um, I love you guys so much. Uh, don't let fear control your life today. Live by grace, live by faith. Um, become better Christian leaders and live with passion and purpose. I love you guys so much and I'll see you next time on The Futures Now.